At any powwow or any reservation, you're likely to stumble across a strange but very iconic food called fry bread. Fry bread is a dough bread that is either fried or deep fried in oil, shortening, or lard, and was created nearly 150 years ago by indigenous people from European foods. Currently, fry bread is symbolic of the food. Though once just a necessity to keep Indian people alive in times of starvation, fry bread has become a symbol of Pan-Indian identity. It represents the shared struggle of genocide, re-education camps, and forced displacement that many Indigenous people and their ancestors faced. It wasn't always like this, though. Before Europeans arrived, American Indian foodways were based on a tribe's collective ethno-ecological awareness of their environment. For example, bison was the main food source for the Plains Indians, while tribes in the east typically cultivated maize, beans, and squash, and tribes in the northwest often fished and gathered berries. Indigenous people were able to live off of the land and cultivate or capture things that the land would actually support. This typical and traditional foodways were destroyed when European colonization forced by gunpoint indigenous people off of their ancestral land. Indigenous cultural food traditions were destroyed when, over the course of the 19th century, many Indian tribes were displaced to unfamiliar land in the western United States, often by gunpoint. Other Indian tribes, like the Seminoles, were restricted to a fraction of their former territory before finally becoming displaced to the West. And because they were bound to these small parcels of land, they were not able to access the traditional rivers, lakes, and coastal areas in which they could actually gather their traditional food. In the 19th century, the government implemented a policy to make farmers out of American Indians in order to make them assimilate. This policy included the distribution of commodity food items, surplus agricultural products, to American Indians in order to get them used to the quote the American food palate, and then therefore grow food that would appease this new European food palate. However, this program fell apart in the late 19th century due to inadequate government aid and education, cultural resistance, and of course, the placement of most American Indians on barren lands. Because these barren, because American Indians were placed on such barren lands, they became dependent on these food subsidies, which meant that the government became to. Which means the government came to dictate American Indians' diet and dietary intake, and many food items like bison, deer, and fish were replaced by beef, salt, pork, cornmeal was replaced by wheat flour, and honey, maple syrup, and dried fruits were replaced by white refined sugar. These shipments of food were initially intended to slow down endemic starvation. And no policy actually changed that initial goal. Therefore, all of the commodities were low cost. Therefore, all of the commodities were low cost and shelf stable. Mostly highly processed. Most of the commodities were low cost and shelf stable, with very little nutrition value, 
and were heavily processed to endure the long journey from the East Coast to Western Indigenous reservations. Though commodity foods have become a part of life on Indian reservations for generations, they are also part of what some experts call the second genocide of Indigenous people because of their low nutritional value. Before World War II, diabetes was very uncommon among Native American populations, but it has grown to a rate of 234% higher than all other U.S. ethnic groups and has gained an epidemic status among Indian peoples. It's not just diabetes, though. It's also higher cholesterol, heart attacks, comas, and strokes that are caused by these... by in strokes that are caused by the low nutritional value in these commodity food items. These are all caused by what some people call government malfeasance of ineptitude, the inability for the government to provide healthy foods to these communities as, in some ways, reparations for the displacement that many communities felt.